are live. All right, gang. Welcome back to the old soapbox. Um, this will be, I think, the last episode of 2020. I know I've, I've given a little um, longer time frame in between my last episode and this, but I just figured the holidays going on and, you know, everyone kind of having their unique schedules. I figured this might be the best way to uh, kind of finish out the year. And I'm also wanted to put a little extra thought into this last episode as sort of like, all right, well, it's the end of the year, uh, a pretty epic year from the perspective of, um, you know, what we learned, what we did, those types of things. So what I want to talk about in this episode is what I learned in 2020 um, and what that looks like. And just, you know, I wrote down a couple key things and, I, you know, I wanted to flesh it out on here. Um, but I think, you know, I don't think anyone needs to hear sort of like, you know, what this year was or, you know, anything like that. Um, and, I, you know, what, what I think that we should more importantly talk about is learnings and i think that you know my and how do we each personally reflect on what we learned this year and um yeah quite frankly you know hopefully we can take every year and do the same i think this year obviously um i think accelerated a lot of of possible um learnings and i think um if i look back in my life you know when i went through the biggest transformational phases in the moment, you don't realize them, but later on, you realize them as as pretty big, um, you know, guideposts to your life. And you know, maybe this year is a unique sort of difference. Is that I think a lot of people realize that this is a a pretty big turning point for a lot of people. And let's talk about that. So here are sort of the uh, you know five or so things that I that I learned, and and it's less learning. Maybe it was just more eye-opening, refining, understanding the importance of. It's not, you know, and 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 that's what I kind of want to talk about. Where, um, so awareness being what something, action being another, trusting, but always questioning things that. You know, I wrote down three things here, work ethic, priorities, and communication. I want to talk about all three of those because those really all kind of happen, and I have a very you know, specific experience that, that allowed those three things to sort of be together in one, one sort of piece. And then sort of a, an understanding here of something. This is probably the biggest learning. Different is not the opposite of the same. In the same vein, challenge. Be true to who you are, but always be empathetic. And that's uh, and that's maybe one of the more recent ones in the past couple months or so. So, let's start. So those are just so so those are the big takeaways for me this year. Um, awareness. So why is being aware so important? Why, why was it, you know? So I think a few things. One, you know, I think that. You look back in the beginning of 2020 to where we are now, I think that for me, being just more aware of other people, more aware of scenarios, situations, aware of the world, um, 
to a fault, I would say yes, right? Like if you're too plugged in, if you're too aware of every single thing, it, it's all overwhelming, right? So I think that's something that um, I really, you know, when, certainly when it came to sort of, you know, that we had this, you know, and still do this this huge movement of, of you know, we have this, this racial injustice stuff and all these other things. And, you know, I think what it all, you know, and, and I, you know, me going through a good amount of, um, diversity inclusion training at Reebok, which has been great, because really what it all boils down to is awareness of other people, of yourself, of whether it is biases, conscious or unconscious, those types of things, um, you know, privilege and all of these things and, and, and opinions aside, these things exist, right? Um, and being aware of them is so important and being aware of other people. And it's funny because it's just something that it's a, it's not a new learning, but it's something that, you know, when I was, you know, so if you remember back, if you've been listening for some time, I talked about my life story and, um, you know, I really just got to do a couple episodes on, on my therapeutic boarding school. Um, but, you know, I went two years in therapy, really, you know, and, you know, from you know, therapy. Um, and the biggest thing I learned, other than a lot of things about myself, um, was that you never can fully understand the scope of what people have gone through in their personal life. And it, there's there's a blessing and a curse there. The, the, the blessing is if you did, you'd be so overwhelmed and saddened all the time because people carry a lot of pain, a lot of anguish, and a lot of, of trauma in their life, and, and you'll never know it. We as humans are unbelievably adept and, and, and good at, at hiding and, and burying that um, but obviously when, you know, in the school I went to, you, we unearthed a lot of that and learning about people's lives is quite frankly, the only way to develop an understanding of awareness and therefore you can actually connect with them. So when people say that we have all these issues in society, I don't think that anyone's actually willing to do what it takes to fix it, which is learn about one another. And that's what I mean is that if when you sit down and listen to someone's life story, an honest life story, I just I, you're going to have a hard time not connecting with them, not being a, like you, you, you automatically will want to be around them a little more because you trust them. You, there's so much connection there. The vulnerability brings in trust and trust brings in understanding. And so I, I think that's that's a really big ticket item there. Um, and I think that this year has, for me, reinvigorated and relit that candle of the importance of that. Even back, you know, gosh, years ago at Reebok, when people came in and, you know, we were a little smaller operation than we are now at the gym, I would have the coaches share their life story. And it's funny because I think at some point I stopped doing that just because it may, I thought it was maybe too invasive or blah, 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 blah. And I think now it's like, you know, I think to myself, man, I should have never have, have stopped that. Um, understanding people's life story is really powerful. And I think that if, you know, you're, as a company, it's like we talk about all this diversity, inclusion stuff, all these places. I think it's the only way to actually do it. Right. Because you learn about, you know, it's like when people are like, well, this you know, certainly when people talk about things like aggressions and microaggressions and offenses, it's like, yeah, there's two sides of this coin. Right. Like one, I, you, at some point you got to be tough. But two, you also need to share your story so people understand. And how much do you want to share from a vulnerability perspective? By no means is it easy, but 
I think it would be really amazing if people understood more about each other. And I think that's really the only way. Awareness. Um, so that's one. Switching gears to action, right? So you had action here. Um, so why do I like action so much? I mean, for those of you that listen, it's like, yeah, of course, get it done type of deal. You know, as I'm sitting here at you know 6 a.m. in the morning, I've already, you know, worked out. I've already had a couple cups of coffee and, and had a f- few phone calls, right? That's me. I'm not saying it's the only way. I love that. But well, something that I, and, and, and that kind of goes in, into a few things of work ethic later on. But what I mean by action is, when the world in the United States shut down, as a business owner, as a manager of my team, as, you know, so I, I had all these things happen at once, right? So I had to shut my gyms down. My gym at Reebok shut down. I had to pivot to a fully virtual and, and, and new environment. And then I also have this virtual this virtual company of, of, of Hamplan, which was poised to actually really help and do some cool stuff, all the while, you know, pausing, say, seminars because those were stopped. So these are those facets of my life. But there's one thing that really, you know, re, not reinvigorated, but like, and I think you saw people separate themselves. It just get it done. What, no one knew what to do. There's no script. But, okay, what are we going to do? Well, this we're just going to go. We're just going to figure things out. We're going to act. We're not going to sit back and complain. We're not going to sit back and wait for the world to pass us by. Or we're not going to hope that things change. We're gonna, we need to act today based on what's in front of us. And that's all we have to focus on. And it really brought this limited scope of like, yes, you needed to say, hopefully, you know, plan, things like that. But we had to act. I had to shut one of my gyms down. We had to optimize two of the other gyms. We launched a, a, a program, Ham at Home, which you know, which is a, a, a whole new program that we launched at the beginning of the pandemic for this. We essentially, that, what that product had to film videos every single day. Huge undertaking. We had then for our, you know, for Reebok, we had to, you know, take a, a company that we were, you know, 700 people that we were providing fitness every day and, and, and flip it virtually, which was not our, our, our expertise. And then all these other types of opportunities. I had to take care of my team, really pivot from that perspective, add value virtually, right? You know, we had no seminar. So we had to, you know, I had to change. What am I going to do? Act. Action is the most important a body in motion stage in motion we just need to act i think there's far too many people that do not act that that talk that that look that watch and they just don't do i think you just got to act and i think that this year really highlighted that um a lot of people complain about like the winners and losers of the pandemic it's like yeah like of course, that there's, you know, sadly, life goes in a sense that some people will be poised for success at different points and others will be punished. But that's the way life works, sadly. I, I, I don't really understand why everyone expects to win all the time. I don't understand why everyone expects for everything to be great all the time. I don't expect why. I, I just don't get it. Why people are upset if one group or one entity is succeeding. That doesn't mean that other is getting beaten. That's the thing. Just because someone is succeeding doesn't mean someone else is losing. I don't know. And I think that, so why? Because it's act. Maybe your actions, your, the, the fruits of your labor might not come to fruition today, but you need to act now and continue to act. Action. That's what we did. And it was really cool to look back and see that. And, and ha- we, haven't sh- we haven't stopped. We haven't changed. Um, just all of these things and changing and pivoting and, and all the, 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 the buzzwords, right? Act. 
trust but always question. Ooh, this is a good one. Um, I, I keep my political and social and, 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 and you know, emotional views off of this podcast for a lot of reasons. Because um, I, quite frankly, I don't think that it really matters, right? Um, and I, I, I wish more people maybe thought like that. But, um, but I think it's good to trust. It's good to listen. But I do not think that you should just blindly accept. And I think that became very true this year with the, you know, just the handling of... You have the, you know, the, in the United States, the government, the politics, all of these things. You know, I think blind trust, there's a problem, and blind questioning, there's a problem. Who would have thought somewhere in the middle might be a good place to live? Um, and I feel like more people are like that than, than out there. It's like, I feel like more people agree with that than not. But why are there so many wild and crazy radical things going on? I don't know. But regardless, trust but question. And the reason why this is the biggest thing I learned is that it's very, very easy to either blindly trust or blindly question and not trust. And I truly believe that if you're on either end of the spectrum, it's, 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 it's weakness, right? And because it's harder to, to, one, trust, but then learn evaluate and change maybe what you believe what you think what you understand right education if and this is something that you know maybe i should trust but quite it's also maybe edu what is education right what did i learn about what educated individuals that i believe possess and this is one very important thing the ability to one not be in an echo chamber listen and be around and learn from those that with have similar and very dissimilar viewpoints as you and then, as things progress, as you learn more, as you become more aware, you might change what you think, what you truly understand, because the, what you're actually exposing yourself to is changing, or you're getting more diverse skill or a diverse education set, right? That, to me, is education. If you have the same exact viewpoint your entire life, that, to me, is probably because you're in an echo chamber. So trust, but always question. And with that questioning comes hardship, comes a lot of different things that you need to be able to deal with. But if you're only one way all the time, I found myself furthering and distancing myself from people that are like that. And quite frankly, it's made me um, a happier person. Um, I think that you need to be, I like contrarians by nature, but not contrarians just to be contrarian because that's obnoxious, right? That's what we call the person that no one likes to be around. Just listen sometimes. Trust, but always question, which means listen, but don't just turn off. Listen, comprehend, act. Work ethic, priorities, and communication. This really was what the, when the world shut down and daycare was closed, Marin, my wife, was working full-time. I'm still working full-time. And we have Haley, you know, our, our two-year-old at home. I learned a few things. Humans, and I will, you know, based off humans, just based off mine and my wife's, uh, you know, experience as two of them, have way more potential 
to work harder and to be more efficient and to just get more done than anyone could ever imagine. I didn't realize on how much I could get done in a day that I could watch a child, that I could run, uh, I could manage my team, I could do new things, I could still work out, do all these things, but work ethic is important. And, 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 and that dovetails into priorities. You had to really, I had to really, really understand what my priorities were and, 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 and make sure that I prioritized them. Waking up at 4 a.m., 4.30 a.m. was a priority because I wanted to work out and I knew that 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 to me was number one, and that was the only time I was going to be able to work out because of the way the days were. It changed. My life changed because everything changed for everyone. Therefore, my priorities led me to how I wanted to execute my day. And just being efficient and strong, and, and, the, you know, that, and that's the work ethic, is that like, it just, you had to get it done. It really goes to show that, he, that I think that we that we are time in the United States of America specifically, and I'm sure around the world, but obviously I'm in the U.S., is we are at a time where people are so lazy. And I, you know, and, and, and even highlighting what, what, what during that during the pandemic, we're still in it, but like the height of the lockdowns and all those other things, like it, for me, I was like, I have more to tap into. We have more to tap into. Now, with that said, for me, communication is this third prong of this, I guess you could say three-tier you know, learning, is that I and my wife needed to communicate better than we ever had. We, one, we were with each other all day. Two, we were you know, having joint job of watching our child, and we had our own specific jobs, uh, life, and our profession. So we had to really communicate, and that was something that was very, very important. Um, and you know, communicating our schedule, our plans, and you know, there are days when we were run down and communicating our struggles, communicating our feeling of being overwhelmed, all of these things we needed to communicate. And so communication is a part of that. So like, yeah, you know, because if success, as people define it differently, but yeah, you need to make sure you have your priorities. You need to make sure that, you know, and, 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 and your work ethic is there, but none of that matters if if you lose everything. And, and, and for me, my family, my wife, all of these things are huge. So that's a priority, and communication allowed for me to execute my priorities and allowed for my work ethic to actually shine through and for me to see the fruits of that labor. So you can't, I know it's a weird three thing, but I think that you can't, if you are living a life that's not alone, I think that you need work ethic, priorities, and proper communication. I think that's gonna be almost one conversation. Lastly, different is not the opposite of the same. What does this mean? I think what I'm trying to get at here is that I think a lot of people want everyone to have the same views, the same thoughts, the same everything. And Just because someone is different than you, just because someone might have different views, doesn't make them wrong or bad. They're just different. We don't want everyone to be the same. We want people to have differing views. In fact, differing everything, right? It's like this whole notion of like, you know, we have this, the, the, you know, this huge, this racial inequality topic happening in the United States. It's like, we are all very different. And thank goodness for that. The biggest thing that I've learned 
in my life. And the biggest thing I've learned from traveling, meeting different people, different cultures, different races, religions, you name it, is that there's such beauty in difference. Yet we all have a red thread, right? We all have similarities. And this is where it goes back to the top of awareness of like learning about people. Everyone has different struggles, and 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 some people have had struggles that I, you know, that I've learned that I, unfathomable that I can't even understand. Now we put words on it like I'm privileged and you're not, or so on and so forth. But regardless of it, we just need to be aware. We are different. You know, you might be a Democrat, I might be a Republican, that and and other person a Libertarian, whatever it is. And thank goodness for that. Challenge. Be true, but he be empathetic. I think it's okay to be challenged on your views, challenged on your beliefs. Just be empathetic as well if you're doing the challenging. It's we don't need to make everyone try to believe the same thing. And that you know, this is a probably a societal issue, right? It's like, like from the dawn of time, we've had people trying to convince everyone to believe this or do this or do that, where I don't know. I really enjoy learning from different people and listening. It gives me an opportunity to learn, to grow, and also to change my viewpoint. And I think this is an important one because it's it's easy to be so polarizing. It's easy to it's very easy to think that you're right and everyone's wrong. That if we don't have the same view, then we're, you're wrong. I think that's weak. And I think I've seen a lot of weakness in people in the past year, six months. And I think that we're just a lot stronger than that. And it makes me sad. That's why I love fitness. Human movement's the common language. There's no, there's nothing else that matters when you're working out. It's just you. It's just what you're doing and how you're doing it. It doesn't matter anything, religion, creed, color, whatever, right? You know, disabilities, you name it, human movements, the common language. And I, and, and I, and I, and that's something I really love. And I do think that that's something that we're missing because we're, we're, we are a little more separated and apart. So it's very easy to feel separated and different and, and polarized. Whereas when we're together, that's where we shine as people. And that's why I think more more important than ever, it's important to get together. And I know there's a lot of you know, health and all that stuff. I think there's more value as long as you're being safe and doing all that stuff to be around one another. Human movement's a common language. And when you're around one another, you realize that. And there's some power in that. I've been around the world. I've been with so many different types of people. And when you walk into a gym in any place, specifically a CrossFit gym, something so special and so powerful and we're all connected yet we're all so different and that's the beauty of it and that's something that uh i think that we we are in desperate need of or re-need of we are a culture of people of of, of a species of people that that are were community driven and i think that and that's one of my biggest learnings and again i think it's a relearning i don't think it's anything new but i think sometimes you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder when something is taken from you or, or, or lessened. It's, you want it a little more and you realize it. So that's what I got. 2020 was a big year. 
I will tell you this. I think 2020 was a tough year. I think 2020 is going to be tougher. I think the I think a lot of things are going to come to a head in 2021. I think from what what we what happened this year. So I think we got to be ready for that. We're not done. It's not over. Work harder. Be ready. Take action. Be aware. Trust but question. Or understand that we need to communicate. We need to have our priorities, and your work ethic will always guide you. Never be outworked. And remember, it's okay to be different. It doesn't mean we can't be the same. Thank you. Soapbox. Love you guys. Appreciate you. We're going to keep cranking in 2021. We'll see you.